Amen. Thank you, brother. All right, um, you have your Bibles. Uh, let's stand and, and to turn to the book of Colossians, if you would, the uh, book of Colossians, and uh, we're going to read the first four verses of chapter 3. He says, If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you again for the day. Thank you for your word. Thank, pray, Lord, that you'll give us unction. We preach this message that we prepared. And, Lord, I pray that the uh, folks everywhere will be able to hear it. Uh, we've been having some problems with our live streaming, but we pray that you can hear it today, and we're thankful that you're on there. And we pray for everyone that is sick today. Lord, there's so much going on in the world, so many things, Lord, and I do pray that you'll see fit to take care of each and every one of them. For it's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you. You may be seated. <clears throat> Before I get started today, I want to bring you some, I guess, some decent news. I, I guess it, it's okay. I'm not sure. But they had a um, one of the top, I guess, well, I don't know what you call them, infectious doctor uh, in the nation, supposedly. And he is saying that this will be over with by April. And he's given a reason why. Now, I don't know how true all this is. I'm just repeating what, what they said. And they said that... Um, that he would that, that uh, those people that have already had it will be autoimmune to it, and um, they said they originally said it'd be three months, but they said they don't know said it'd be a long time before they they can ever get it again if they're autoimmune to it. And he said by April, eighty-five percent of the people here in America will be uh, have immunity. Which, which that, that includes those that have taken the vaccine and those that have already had it. And he said 85% of the people will be uh, uh, immune to it by that time. So uh, I don't know how that is, but I guess that's good news if it's true, if, if it comes true. But uh, uh, we're thankful that uh, maybe, maybe somebody is is able to tell the truth about something here. All right, um, the title of my message this morning is A Believer's Character. Every time I see that word character, I think of Sister Grandma Brantley. You know, she would say character. But, uh, but anyway, uh, A Believer's Character. You know, the believer... The, I'm sorry, the believers at Colosh are reminded that a Christian, there are some things that must, they must put off 
as, as inconsistence, some things that they must put on as being needful, and some things to do as proof of their faith. And he gives all of that out in the book of Colossians. Uh, as a matter of fact, the, the third chapter of Colossians, we'll be preaching on the whole chapter this morning concerning some of these. Now, there are some things that must be put off. Now, what are they? Some things that must be put off. This is, if you want happiness in your life, that's what he's referring to here. That, that we, we sometimes fail to see and fail to, we just let some things just run over us and we fail to put them off. Now, what are these things? He says, lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds. That's in verse 9. Now, lie not one to another. That, that's another one. Now, it was David who said in, in, who said in his haste, all men are liars. Now, you know, we're born liars. And, and considering that, he said, let's be careful that we don't, he doesn't say anything here about whether a lie is okay or not. I, we had a great discussion when I was in the seminary, and some of the good minds, I guess, uh, got in discussion, and somebody asked a question. They said, uh, uh, they were in Dr. Uh, Braun's class, Somebody asked a question, and they said, Dr. Braun said, if somebody comes in your church building running and says, hide me, my husband's going to kill me, and you hide them behind the pulpit, and her husband comes in with a gun and says, where's my wife? Now, is it a lie to tell them you haven't seen her? Or should you tell him the truth and let him come on up here and kill her? Now that's a, that's a great distinction there. Um, but what Paul is referring to here has nothing to do with that. It is so easy to lie. You know, Christians should never lie about the things pertaining to the Almighty God. Don't be about, don't lie about salvation well, this is hypocritical. That's what he's referring to here. He's referring to don't lie about anything concerning God. Don't lie about your salvation because uh, that's, that's hypocritical. You know, you don't lie to one another. You don't tell someone, well, I'm saved, and I know I'm saved, when maybe in your mind you know you're not. You know you're not really, you haven't really uh, come to the understanding that and, and the uh, security that you're saved. You know, it's, it's good. I, I remember several years ago, someone came to me and they said, I'm just not sure about my salvation. Well, that's, that's, that's someone that's not going to lie about it. They're not going to lie about their salvation. You know, we said, we, you have people who sit in church services every Sunday, every Wednesday night, every time the doors are open everything and they they go to their grave never really having any security 
about their salvation. And, and, and Paul here is his reference to them. He is saying what 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 does a uh, what does a what is a character of a true Christian? Character of a true Christian is to tell the truth about everything. Tell the truth about everything. It, you know, don't don't lie to people to to uh, uh, make make yourself feel good or to maybe make them feel good when you when you don't feel good yourself or something like that. So don't lie to nothing. And then he says here, he says, but but now you also put off anger and wrath, that is unholy passions, malice, ill will, blasphemy, filthy communication, that's evil speaking, out of your mouth. And in verse 8, you put all those things away, put all those things out of, out of the way. That is anger. You know, we too many Christians today are too quick to get angry. They're too quick to get angry with one another. They're too quick to get angry with, uh, with people out there in the community. And that's just not a child of God that does those things. The child of God is, is meek and lowly. And, and he is, he is one that is kind. He's kind to everyone. You know, I've, I've learned over the years one way to, to, to keep yourself clean is to kill everybody with kindness. Just, just be kind to everybody. It doesn't make any difference. You know, you, uh, in, over, over here in the book of Hebrews, he says we're to entertain strangers. Because you may be entertaining angels unawares and don't know it. That's that's a key verse right there as far as anger is concerned. And so a lot of people have a lot of anger. They still have a lot of wrath. That is that is unholy passion. Uh, they still have a lot of malice. They still do a lot of blasphemy. They still do a lot of filthy talking and such and such as that. And they they, they plainly say it's okay. I had a preacher tell me one time, he said, well, there's nothing wrong with taking a drink. He said, there's nothing wrong with saying a cuss word. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with, uh, with um, smoking a cigarette and those type of things. Well, they may, he said, they don't hurt you. That's not the key here. The key here is not the fact whether things hurt you or not. But the key here is the fact is that this is this is how you put on or take off those things that that uh, that you shouldn't be doing. You, you you put them out of your life, and if you're a saved person, you're able to do that, able to put those things out of your life. Now, as um, Brother Sam well knows, you know I was a drill sergeant. They're dirty talkers, aren't they, Brother Sam? Well, I was a dirty talker. And uh, that was a hard thing for me to put off after the Lord saved me. You know, I still wanted to say dirty words. I still wanted to cuss people out. And like a preacher said up there in Cincinnati one time, he said he never heard a preacher cuss anybody out, didn't need it. But, but at any rate, uh, I had a hard time with some of those things. And so, but but he says to put off those things. He said, uh, Paul, who told the Hebrews 
to lay aside every weight and the sin that so doth easily beset us. In Hebrews 12 and verse 1. Put aside that sin that so easily beset us, you know. There's people that have a, uh, they, they have a character that everybody knows about. They really do. There's preachers out there that have a character that everybody knows about. They, they, they know, just like a man told me one time down in Glenwood, he said, he said, there's preachers that I drink with. And his man told me over at McDonald's one time, we were in there, he said, did you know, he says, they're preachers that I play golf with and I drink with them. Or they drink with us. And I said, well, do you see anything wrong with it? He said, no, I don't see anything wrong with it. But that's the way the world is. The more you want to be like the world, the more the world loves you and more the world will care about you. The more you want to be like them. They want you to be like them. They don't want you to be uh, any different than they are. And so that's, that's one of the keys right there to some of the things that we need to put off. Now, there are some things that need to be put on. There's some things that need to be put on. What are they? Paul says, and, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Verse 10 of this same chapter. Put on a new man. You know, God gives us that, he gives us that grace that we can put on the new man. You know, the, the new man, you know, Paul speaks of that. Paul says, every time I want to do good, he says, that old man shows up. And, uh, and he says, I find myself doing things that I shouldn't do, and I find myself not doing the things I should do. And he said, the reason, Ben, is because he said, there's a lot of times that old man shows up. That old man will show up in us, and, and, and you, 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 haven't, you haven't annihilated him. You might say, well, I'm saved, but you haven't annihilated him. He's still there. That old man is still there, and, and we're, we, we were born sinners, and, and we'll die sinners. Only, only thing is that some will die saved sinners, and some will die lost sinners. And so there, there, thereby, when we think about those things, we think about the sense that, that, uh, that you know, that uh, we're all sinners, and we're going to do things. We got to be aware of that. We got to be aware that you have not got rid of the old man. The old man is still there. It's just the fact is that you have to put him away somewhere and put him out. Try to put him out of your life as far as the things he does. So we're to put on the new man. It, uh, to put on the new man is to give the Lord his place in your lives. Act as if he is leading us in every step we take. You know, believe that. Be the, live your life like that. You know, you live your life like that, it soon becomes natural. You, it becomes natural for you, for you to live your life and walk for the Lord as you should walk. It becomes natural as time goes along. It, it takes a long time, folks. You've heard me say this before, some of you that have been around as long as I have, I'm talking about at the church. Some of you've been around as long as I have. You, you've heard me say uh, many times that uh, 
that um, sometimes, you know, we do things that we shouldn't do, but then there are some times when we won't do things we should do. And, and that's, that's, that's the old man in us. That's the old man that says, you know, I, uh, you know, some people just say, no, I'm not going to do it. You know, I just learned yesterday, Brother Jim, and I want to apologize to you and your family. I just learned yesterday that there was no flowers sent when your mother passed away. And I want to apologize to you. I didn't know that. I didn't know that until yesterday. And Becky called me yesterday, and, and she told me about it. And, and I know that we voted many years ago that we were going to buy flowers for the intermediate family when someone passes away. And, and I'm just as sorry as I can be. I didn't know that that didn't happen, and I know Becky was upset about it. And there have been others that's been upset about it, that that didn't happen. But, but you can lay the blame on every one of us because somebody should have stepped up. Somebody should have stepped up and, and, and did those things, you know. Uh, if I'd have known it, I'd have gone and bought them myself. But that just, that just breaks my heart to no end to think that, that we here at Landmark Baptist Church would do those things. But we need to we need to put on our spiritual caps, and sometimes we need to stay aware of what's going on around us, what's happening around us, and and so uh, one of those things. But but Becky, I know Becky is sick today, but Becky told me she said I will be responsible for that from now on. And I told her I said you be responsible for that from now on. She says I will be. And she said, she told me, she said, if you ever find me not doing what I'm supposed to do, she said, you let me know. And uh, and I know that there, there for a while, I think Sister Deborah was took, took care of that for a while, and it, it was always just like that. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if Sister Carmen or somebody else took care of it for a while. I don't, I'm not sure who it was, but there's another took care of it for a while. But brother, I'm just, I'm just so sorry. And, and it, it hurts me to think about those things. So we should we should always put on that put 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 on that new man that's in us. Every, you know you don't you don't leave here forgetting about the Landmark Baptist Church. You don't leave here forgetting about what Landmark Baptist Church stands for. You don't leave here doing that. You do that, and it's not long until your church is gone. Not long until your church is gone. And, and you don't do that because I know I know we've been under a lot of stress here lately. We have Landmark Baptist Church. We're not the only church. We're not the only church. Most most all the preachers I talk to, they say that this this COVID thing and, and the rules and the regulations of this COVID thing has destroyed a lot of of Christian people and a lot of churches. But uh, let's not let this destroy Landmark Baptist Church. I know, I know we can, we can think about those things and, and you know, and I'm one, Rhonda knows this, I'm one, I always told Rhonda, I said, Rhonda, if, if I get that, I said, I'm a goner. 
<laughs> well, I got it, but I'm not a goner. I'm not yet anyway. I may look like I'm a goner, but I'm, I'm not. But anyway, uh, we, we don't know what God's got in, in store for us and what God's got planned for us. I know it's humbled me down. I know uh, Sister Karen and I were talking earlier. There's a lot of people in here that's had it. And I hope and pray that it has humbled you down to realize, you know, that you must always put on that new man when you're thinking about your salvation, when you're thinking about your church and, 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 and all of those things. We wish to put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, or that word kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. Verses 12 and 13 of this same chapter. We should put those things on. We should realize, you know, that, that uh, as the elect of God, you know, we, we, we cherish the fact that we elect, we pray that these children, when they grow up, they'll, they'll learn that they're the elect of God. But boy, what, what about us that we, we believed this for years and, and we must believe that we must put on us as we're the elect of God. You know, what, what does the elect of God do? What do they do? They do the things that God would have them to do. And, and certainly when, when the Lord called us to salvation, we freely came. And when the Lord called us to duty in the Lord's house, we, fr we freely did it. When the Lord called me to preach, praise God, I freely started preaching. And so this is one of those things that, that we're to do. I know that there are times when we don't seem, when, as Brother Sam has said before, there's not much gratitude in, in the ministry, and they're not. But we, we got to put those things aside and go on and do what the Lord would have us to do as far as his work is concerned. Now, there are some things that, uh, that we must, I'm sorry, there are some things that we must let in. What are they? And let the peace of God in your heart, to the which also, I mean, let me, I, I'm having trouble seeing today. And let the peace of God in your heart to which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Verse 15. Let me say that again. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, in the which also ye are called in one body. What's the one body? That's the church. You're called in the one body. Be ye thankful. You know, how thankful are you that you're a member of one of the Lord's churches? Are you are you you let people tell you Landmark Baptist Church ain't no different than the rest of them? I mean, we got people out there called us a cult. I got a man the other day called us a cult. He he, you know what he said? He said, "Do you realize nobody on Facebook nowhere's got you as their friend?" Me. I got to look, and I said, "Well, I'm gonna see that." I got to look, and then I'm not. Landmark Baptist Church is, is all over the Facebook. Rhonda's all over Facebook. 
told Rhonda, I said, yeah, there's a lot of people got you as friends. She said, well, you're not as good looking as I am. Don't shake that head. But anyway, that's, uh, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Let the peace of God. What a wonderful heart it would be if the peace of God ruled in it. What a wonderful heart that is. If the peace of God. There's nothing like peace. There's nothing in the world. I had some, I remember this church tell me many years ago, they said I would give anything to just find some peace in my life. I, I, still, I still don't know what they mean by it, but that's what they said. I would give anything just to have peace in my life. One of the things I pray every night, I pray, Lord, just give me a peaceful night of sleep. When I get up in the mornings, I want to have that same peace in my heart every, every step of the way. And it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing to have peace in your heart. A, a, a wonderful thing. It was a great apostle who said, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. Oh, listen to this. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace. And joy in the Holy Ghost. Romans 14 verse 17. It's not, it's not, it's not all meat and drinks. not all new automobiles. Or better, beautiful clothes and, and all that stuff. That's not life. That's not life. Life is, as Paul said there, that life is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. It was Isaiah who said, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. Isaiah 26 and verse 3. your mind always on him your mind always what what was it Paul said in another place Paul said he's going to come back for those who are looking for him do you look for him do you look for him to come I do I look for him to come I, I get up a morning I say maybe this is the day Oh, when I go to bed at night, better said, maybe this is the night that the Lord's going to come back. You'll say, well, I'll be asleep. No, he'll wake you up. You'll be, well, you'll be awakened when the Lord comes back and appears in the eastern sky. I don't care if you're asleep in your bed or if you're asleep in your grave. You're going to be awakened. That time's going to come. When that time comes, I believe it is, the, the scoffers... Even scoffers today say it's not going to happen. You preachers preach about it. You preachers preach about it and preach about it and preach about it. It's not going to happen. Just like I've said many times, you know, there have been millions and millions and millions of people who have prayed that this thing will go away. Well, maybe what I told you, the news I told you, maybe that is going to happen. 
Maybe it'll be time for God. Maybe God says, I have chastised them enough, and I'm going to take it away. Possibility. The things that we're to let in, he says, let the word of Christ dwell in your in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one and another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace your hearts to the Lord. All the singers we have in here. No one sings. Karen Joseph sings, but no one sings. Y'all got good voices. I've heard y'all sing. I've heard you sing. You've got good voices. But don't put off singing just because you think that you don't want to sing. He says, let these things reign in your heart. Let these things be in your heart. Let me read that again. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Verse 16, Christ told the self-righteous Jews to search the scriptures, for they, they are they that testify me. Our souls are enriched by searching the scriptures. I tell you, you just don't know the blessings. You don't know the blessings. You don't know the blessings I go through every day when I'm studying for these messages. You know, these messages don't come easy to me, but yet they do come easy. Because once I start one, if it's a message God wants me to preach, he just let me type those words right down. Put those words right in it. There are some things that must be let out. What are they? What we have taken in by faith must always be shared with others. Some things need to be let out. And, and, G, and, and he says, Paul again says here in Colossians, And whatsoever you do in word and deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Verse 17. He goes on to say, And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as, as, of, as to the Lord and not to men. A lot of Christians today do eye service. They do men pleasing. What do the people in here expect of you? You know that. You know what people expect of you. But don't do it just to please them. Do it to the Lord. Don't do it just to please eye service that people will see you. I've had people tell me over the years, they said, I was in church. Did you see me? You know, that's... Uh, 
I used to watch to see who was in church and who wasn't. I don't anymore. I just preach a message God give me to preach, and I'm going to preach it. I don't care if it's one here, if it's 100. I'm going to preach a message God gave me to preach. I'm not going to do it to please men. I, I don't do it to please men. And lastly, there are some things that we must look up to. Some things that we must look up to. What are they? Knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. Verse 24. It was a great apostle who told the Colossians, set your affections on things above and not on things on the earth. Love the Lord. Love his word. Love, his, love everything he says in his word. If, he, if, he, if, if your pastor is preaching the truth to you, love that truth he's preaching. It doesn't make any difference whether you love me or not. I, I, I love everybody love me. But that doesn't make any difference to me as far as preaching is concerned. As long as I know the Lord loves me, that's all I care about. If you love me, that's just an extra beautiful thing. Huh? Yeah. I know you do. It's, a, it's, it's an extra thing. Just remember what the Bible says concerning the righteousness of God who will render to every man according to his deeds. Romans 2 and verse 6. He's going to render every man. You know, you'll say, well, right now everything's just fine. I'll just keep living my life the way I live it. That's okay. Someday God's going to catch you. Someday he's going to remind you. You'll say, well, I'm saved. That's why he's going to remind you. Just like I'm doing today, he's going to remind you that there's some things you shouldn't have done. And there's some things you should have done. All of you read what, what we what I wrote in the, in the uh, bulletin. You know, he says... To do to, to, to not to do good, I don't remember what I wrote. I got it right here. It says, Know ye not your own selves, how that Jesus is in you, except ye be reprobates. And the second part of this is therefore to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him in his sin. You say, Well, I don't sin that much. Do you know what, what you should do and what you shouldn't do? There's a lot there's a lot of knowledge there, not a lot of understanding there. Do you know what you should do and shouldn't do? Now you can ignore everything I'm saying. I, I, I can't help that. You can go on and roll your eyes, do whatever you want to do. But do you know what you should be doing and you're not doing it? Do you know what you should get away from and stay away from, but you're not doing it? There's one thing you don't do. You don't go out there and get amongst the heathen. 
Just as sure as you do, you're going to be acting like them, being like them. That's what's wrong with our young people today. They're sent away, and they're sent away among heathen. And it's not long as they're going to be doing what the heathen does. It's, it's, just, it's just automatic. May God bless you. It's my prayer. All right, let's all stand.